Let's take it to the edge. Let's get deflected. Let's talk about the night perspective. Let's get sharp. Let's get a little real. Hey guys, I'm Dan Eastland with Dogwood Custom Knives, and I'm here with Kyle Daly of KH Daily Knives, and this is The Knife Perspective, episode number 038. The Blade Show 2021 show, we ain't got time for mm-hmm. Hey, Kyle, did you just bleep me? I believe I did. <laughs> Get out. Man, I want... I was wondering what was going on because we haven't gotten a complaint in like forever. And I thought like our audience had just gotten cool. And now I find out you've been bleeping me. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, you gotta, you gotta keep it good for the kids. Well, in that case, got any more no i'm gonna seed the rest in during the show so you've actually got to listen to it in real time when you edit uh yeah i i listen to the show uh plus 40 percent speed so uh you actually sound like you're talking as fast as i do (laughs) (laughs) uh so how are you doing today dan um i am freaked the (laughs) out (laughs) all right uh no, I'm uh, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I'm a little stressed. Um, coming back off of uh, off of surgery, it's taken me a little while to get my swing back, and man, I'm gonna have more than two knives. I'll definitely have at least three knives on the at the booth. Yeah, and then and Jack is rude enough to be graduating the week before Blade Show, mm-hmm. so I've really got like two weeks left to uh, to finish the. 15, 16, 18, 20 knives that are sitting on my bench right now. Wow. Yeah, I've got 24 knives that are halfway through the grinding process that uh, I'm trying to get done. Luckily, I still have a a couple of knives that I've held back. Uh, So I've got, I think, four or five knives over there. But yeah, it's going to be a big one. But luckily, uh, my 3D printer's kicking butt. And... uh, it's been printing out a bunch of sanding buddies. So if you are at blade show and uh, you want a sanding buddy for making sure that when you hand sand your hollow grinds or S grinds, that it perfectly matches those curves from your wheel, uh, come by my table and uh, also has some flat sanding sticks and stuff too. Uh, By the way, uh, spoiler alert, Dan, you're going to get a couple of uh, flat sanding sticks to hopefully help your, your hand sanding. I'm glad you told me that because I was about to mess up and buy a couple from you. Yeah, you get the get the Dan discount. Thank you very much, Kyle. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I I've had a a pretty busy last week or so. Uh, I've been dealing with stuff with my truck. It had a little bit of a shake in the front end. I thought, or I saw where it looked like some of the one of the weights had peeled off and it was out of balance. And 
went into the tire shop to get them rebalanced. And uh, apparently three of my four tires had nails in them. One was in the sidewall and the other one was pretty <laughs> close to the sidewall and the other one could be patched. And the tires were five almost five years old. So ended up getting four new tires and then took it to the alignment shop and got some new uh, shocks and struts in there. And then uh, also put some new brakes on, uh, did the brakes myself. Uh, but that's always a fairly simple job. But one of the slide yeah. pins on the caliper on both sides where it's all seals seized up from rock salt and everything. So that was fun. But at least I have a big buffer now with uh, <laughs> with a Scotch Bright wheel and stuff. I can take the take all the rust and stuff right off. It made it a lot more enjoyable. So there's all sorts of benefits. And know. having the I new garage, I had plenty of room around the the truck to work. So that was another awesome thing. I was I was going to ask if you were enjoying the shop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> yeah, the uh, I'm gonna be slipping them in all episode. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's uh, the shop's been been great. We've had absolutely perfect weather out here for the last couple of weeks. Usually, usually this time starts getting up into the 80s or low 90s for us. Um, and it's been we've actually had some frost a couple nights, but when I've been out in the garage working, it's been like 60, 70 degrees. So having the shop door open and that's been nice. That sounds like a pain because, man, when I've got a sweatshirt and a jacket on, it's it's kind of hard for me to do stuff like working on cars and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, do you, does the shop not have a heater? Not yet. Oh, man. You must have been freezing. 60 or 70 degrees? That's perfect weather. You're perfect for, like, a nice wool sweater. <laughs> You you can't fool me, Dan. You're about you're you're about like me. Yeah, no, I um, I think with y'all, it's kind of like when we moved to Pennsylvania. The temperature ranges were the same. Just Pennsylvania's winter lasts as long as the summer does down here, and vice versa. Well, no, that's not true because it got negative. It got ne- it got get out. King negative twenty degrees. Um. When I was in Pennsylvania, that's that's the point when I, I told Beth that uh, when the white stuff melts, uh, the boys and I are headed south. Yeah, she can come. She can stay. She can come visit. She can do whatever she wants. But negative 20 degrees. It ain't natural. We're not living like that. Yeah, we had the polar vortex like two years ago and it got to like I think the actual temperature got to like negative 50 up here one day. Um, That was that was really cold. Anyway, um. Yeah, let's talk about our sponsors. Uh, we got Old Town Cutlery. They have uh, all sorts of knives and knife-making supplies, and they will be at Blade Show Booth 541 this year, so make sure you stop by and check out them. Lee Lee did an awesome job making that for his display for 2019, or the Old Town Cutlery thing. That, that was awesome. Yeah, he used a lot of old barn wood and stuff that was super cool, had lots of cool texture and stuff in there, and... Well, he, um, if I remember correctly, he did. He certainly did carpentry. I think he used to do furniture. So he's used to working with wood, his own, other people's. Yeah, I wouldn't uh, wouldn't put him past him to make furniture. He's the stuff I've seen he's made looks really good. And then the other sponsor of the podcast, John Kaufman of Dragonfly Blade Works, and he will be at the Old Town Cutlery booth. I assume I don't have actual confirmation of that, but 
uh, his blades certainly will be. And I, um, sometimes they leave him, um, at old town to man the shop and sometimes they let him come. Yeah. I know they kind of last or 2019, they did a like round Robin, Melissa and John, uh, flip flop days and stuff. So, but yeah, definitely check out old town. They're great people. John's great person too. If you can talk to him, I'm sure I'll be helping him put up the, the booth some on Thursday. So be excited for that. And then of course you got cage daily knives and dogwood custom knives sponsoring the podcast. And uh, you can find our knives at Old Town Cutlery, and you can find Dan's knives at Knife Center, The Knife House, and The Cook Station. So make sure you check out those fine retail establishments. Um, and we got a couple of uh, shout outs and gear talks today. Yeah, um, I got, I'll let you. I'm going to do another shout out for uh, Matt Burchette. Uh, he's the Mattster of None on Instagram. Uh, last time, uh, he made me a, a pretty cool bottle opener out of like a nut. And uh, he sent, sent me two more, one out of wrought iron. That's absolutely beautiful. And uh, it's got like a kind of forged tail uh, thing on the end. I'm not exactly sure. Or I'm not a blacksmith. I don't know exactly what that's called. And then he also had like a little tiny, um, uh, probably like a, uh, seven sixteenths wrench that he turned into a bottle opener for me also they're super cool so make sure you give him some love on instagram this might sound like a broken record but i actually bought one of dan's non-ferrous metal cutting blades and uh ripped some g10 and it uh it cut pretty smoothly so we're gonna see how long that lasts so just, make sure you uh you're just repeating uh, it because you're shocked i was right about something this time yeah yeah, yeah, he did a good job there, and that blade was uh, significantly cheaper than the woodcutting blades that I usually buy. So I bought um, a Pergo blade when I cut a whole bunch of the flat sanding sticks, and that seemed to work out pretty well. But that was that was more expensive than this one. Got the Diablo. It's a have a picture of it on our Instagram on the Knife Perspective Instagram. Did you get the the thin curve one or the the full width? I got the thin curve. Um, that's what I've been using. The, the cuts may not be quite perfectly square, but I lose a lot less material. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Cool. And then I want to thank uh, Howling Moon Knives for turning me on to uh, drillhog.com. Um, they sell high-end bits at a very reasonable price, and they have a lifetime warranty. I have reached out to them to get a little clarification on, I mean, does that cover if I'm an idiot and I snap a bit? Does that cover if I dull them? Uh, I haven't heard back yet, but regardless of the warranty, um, like they've got some M7 bits that are specced for drilling through grade eight bolts. And if you can drill through that, you can drill through annealed knife steel all day. Yeah. Yeah. I was looking at their website. looks like they have some, some really nice uh really nice stuff for pretty reasonable price so i'll be excited to to see some of that yeah and they've got number and uh letter size bits you can buy uh single packs so like i use a lot of eighth inch and uh, a quarter inch mm-hmm. so i can buy like a pack of 14 eighth inch and the m7 for like 10 bucks yeah, they've got a whole uh, numbered letter and fractional size kit, the 116 piece 
kit for $239 on sale right now. Uh, so, yeah, that seems like a pretty good deal. Yep. Um, I'm going to drink the Kool-Aid. <laughs> All right. Well, let us know how that works. And uh, in our Guild Watch section, uh, the Midwest Knife Makers Guild is going to have a hammer in in Mankato, Minnesota, August uh, 20th through the 22nd. So if you are in the Midwest, uh, I they did it last year, I believe, and it I heard nothing but good things. So uh, definitely check it out. I believe it's at the USA Knife Maker uh, Forge uh, shop. Got a lots of good stuff there, too. Yeah, now that things are loosening up, I uh, I think I'm gonna try to start traveling a little bit to some of the some of the other guild meetings. Okay. So for the knife perspective and blade show, we're gonna be doing uh doing some different recordings throughout the blade show. Gonna try to do some stuff on Thursday. Try to do some stuff throughout the show. Uh, try to pull some makers in as we can and talk with them. It should be a be a good time. Hopefully we'll be setting up some stuff and yeah. you can uh, check out my file work class for the, the back spines. It's uh, called decorative file work for knives. And that's uh, Saturday at eight 30 to nine 30. I got word from Alicia that they sold out the 30 seats that they originally had. So that was good. And then they m- decided to move us to a bigger room. So they opened up another 10, 10 spots. So if you haven't, uh, sign up for that class and you want to it should be a great time be hopefully a lot of people getting to to network there yeah i'd uh i've always been uh god it kills me to say this hang on okay i've always been impressed by your file work oh <laughs> god it hurts <laughs> thanks dan <laughs> I think it's a think it's a cool touch. I I, I really enjoy doing it. It gets a little uh, overwhelming when you got twenty knives all sitting there and trying to knock them out. But but it adds a little class and it's a, a nice distinctive touch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there. I w- I would really like to see more makers doing it. So uh, when I had mentioned it to Alicia, she said, "Yeah, I think that would be great." So thanks for her to help facilitate all that stuff. So and then uh, the guy that was on the podcast last time. Apparently he sold out and they bumped him to a couple bigger rooms. So we aren't quite, didn't fill up quite as fast as Dr. Laren's knife heat treating class. So definitely check him out. I don't think you can get any more spots for him, but uh, he will be running around. So hopefully you'll get to see him. And then Dan, do you still have your booth number written on your hand or? Um, maybe. <laughs> what, what, what's your booth number? It's five, three, seven. Good work. That's what I have in the show notes too. So I'm not sure if you still have it written on your hand or if you actually looked at the show notes. Me? Show notes? Posh. I don't need that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be at, you can find KH Daily Knives at table three double B. We're right up towards the front, um, right near the K-Bar booth. If I am uh, reading the map right. The one, the one thing with the map, I, I couldn't get it to download the, the higher resolution thing. So when you'd zoom into the, the booth names and stuff on there, it all got pixelated real quick. So map, map. I thought you were a man. I don't need a map. I don't need directions. I know where I'm going. Yeah, I know where I'm going. I just want to know where the, where all the tables and stuff are. Um, so, uh, uh, and on the, uh, 
So we will have a table um, out front by the entrance where we'll be doing some interviews, um, kind of pre-blade, I think is the plan. Mm-hmm. Um, and then during the during the day, we'll pull some makers out. Yep. But uh, there's a chance that while you're standing in the never-ending line, you'll get to see one or both of our smiling faces. Yeah. And uh, we've got swag. So... Come by the table or the booth. What what should be the magic phrase? Um, uh, I'm thinking, Dan Eastland, you are so amazing. I wish you were my father. <laughs> uh, you can do that. I thought for you it would be a good one to have. Uh, I'll send you an email, Dan. Uh, yeah, we could do that. You know, <laughs> I, I probably won't get it, but we could do that. <laughs> uh, and then uh, uh, maybe sweet baby Jesus. Yeah, sweet baby Jesus, that's a good one too. Yeah, man, I'm, I I got to be honest. I'm really struggling with this show without any sweet baby Jesus. We're having to do it in the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and man, it is. I'm not gonna lie, it's hard to talk to you sober. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And then, uh, yeah, make sure you stop by our tables. Uh, tell us you really enjoyed the show, or things we can do better with the show, or whatever, and. Uh, we'll have some some knife perspective stickers that we'll be handing out to people that that tell us they're avid listeners to the show. So make sure you uh, find out about that. And then uh, if you say, uh, uh, I really got to get the my hands on a sanding buddy, you might get a discount on a sanding buddy if you're a, if you're a listener of the show. So definitely come by our tables and check those things out. But but you got to know the secret code. Mm hmm. Really got to get my hands on one of those sanding buddies. So make sure oh. you, make sure you say that. Yeah. <laughs> All righty. And uh, for this for this uh, podcast, we didn't really have a have a big backlog or a lot of time, so we we quickly threw together some of the the list of tables. Let's be honest. Um, everybody in the industry is busy. Mm-hmm. Nobody had time to come be on our show. Hell, I don't have time to be on this show. We had to do a show, but nobody's got time to. <laughs> yeah. So we uh, we threw together a list of some of the, the tables and booths and people that we're hopefully going to see at the show. Uh, this isn't an all-inclusive list. It's just what we could think of off the top of our heads. And I'd been putting together a list for, oh, probably over a month. Uh, just as I saw people that posted that they were going to be exhibiting or they were going to be attending blade show, I tried to throw them into a note on my phone. So, yeah, there's, there's friends of the show or there's people that we, we recommend you check out. Uh, there's some makers, there's some people, there's some other makers. There's some of the, there's a couple of companies like, um, LT Wright knives and a couple of others that have just, I mean, LT Wright is just a phenomenal human being. So if for some reason you if for some reason you can't buy one of my knives, buy one of LT's. Or one of mine. Oh yeah. I mean, if you can't buy one of mine or one of Kyle's, then buy one of LT's. That, that's what I meant to say. Uh, <laughs> All righty. So we kind of broke up the list into supplies, makers, people to see, Damascus and steel, and then some large companies and the the two 
guilds that Dan and I are members of, the Midwest Knife Makers Guild and the South Carolina Guy- Knife Makers Guild. Uh, and the and the Georgia Guild. Yeah. Uh, so on the Midwest one, I had mentioned to Jeb Taylor that uh, we should have a post where people that are going to having tables can put their tables. So there's a, there's a sticky with those that I, I grabbed a whole bunch of people that said they were going to have tables there or booths. So we'll run through that list. And Dan uh, remembered a few people. So, <laughs> you know, I'd, I'd get offended, but it, it's true. You uh, credit where credit is due. You put the lion's share into uh, the show notes this week. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, you want to start with, well, what, uh, what group do you want to start with, Dan? Oh, are we actually going to read all of these off? Uh, I thought we'd go through and just mention them real that, quick. Man, that is, that is going to be a pretty long zoning out, like listening to the phone book kind of section to the podcast. <laughs> but Hey, if you want to do it, yeah, Phoenix abrasives, three, a, a, Pops knife supply booth two three two. <laughs> yeah. So uh, a couple of the uh, abrasive companies that I want to stop by. Uh, I'm not going to have to go far from my table, but uh, Phoenix abrasives, they're going to be right next to my table. They were on the podcast, dropped a ton of great knowledge about the, about the different belts they offer. Pops knife supply always has a lot of great other handle material and stuff and belts and everything. Four really, really nice makers doing some some good things for the community. Yeah, um, and they tend to. I love that the price, the way they're pricing, especially on their belts, are the price for one belt is the price that most people don't give you until you buy ten or fifteen. Mm. Like they don't, they don't give you volume discounts because one belt is is the is as low as if you get ten belts. Yeah, they've already given you a dip volume discount. Yep. Uh, you know, we should put a bounty on Joe Flowers. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, don't hurt him, but if you actually see him and can capture him and bring him to one of our booths, uh, we, we should put a, a bounty on him. <laughs> um, it doesn't count if you catch him at the Condor booth because they, they actually tie his leg to a table for like two hours out of the show each day. Yeah. Uh, but that kid is freaking everywhere. Yep. Yep. He's a a big one. Yeah. And uh, Sarah over at Soulbound, we had her on, I think, last year. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is going to be her first Blade show. Um, Well, she did Blade Show West. This will be her first Eastern Blade show. Yeah. The real Blade show. (laughs) (laughs) And she's. This will be her her first Blade show East. And she just moved her shop cross country. Mm-hmm. I think she, she's in Tennessee or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. um, so, so she is in the, a situation similar to us of she's trying to get as much as she can done, possibly done. Mm-hmm. But definitely check her out. And when you want custom work, definitely check her out. One of the things that I'm wanting to check out, I, I really think I need to get a second 2 by 72 So I'm going to be hitting up the Broadbeck Wilmot Grinders and the Hardcore booth and the Black Fox Knifework booths. I always like looking at those. Uh, ben Seacrest, one of the the fans of the podcast, uh, Fiery Ice Forge is his Instagram name. He's going to be working the the Broadback booth. He's also an officer in the uh, South Carolina Guild. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
and you were going to find, I originally got the second grinder because I had some apprentices, but man, when I can set up two separate attachments and just work between the two of them, mm-hmm. I, it, it becomes one of those things of why didn't I do this sooner? Yeah. Well, I, I, for grinding blades, I, I, you go back and forth between the two by 72 and the disc grinder a ton and that makes, makes a huge difference. So I think having That's a third my- one will be, be a good addition. Yeah. Especially when doing handles, being able to have a small wheel and uh, my eight inch wheel doing handles all at the same time. I can just knock all of them out at the same time. You know, there's somebody we really do need to uh, to talk about, too. Um, Doug Ritter over at Knife Rights. Mm-hmm. Uh, booth 611. Absolutely um, go by and see them. If you are not a member of Knife Rights, fix that. Because they are out there, they are out there fighting for really, well, mostly the right to carry. The the short version is they're the ones that are actually rubber meets the road that are fighting to expand what knives are allowed in America. And by default, that expands our business. Mm -hmm. Yep. And then uh, one of the other people that I'm excited to, to see again is Ethan Becker. He'll be at the K Bar booth. Uh, 605 always great talking with him to another a legend that everybody in the knife community should have an opportunity to meet at least one time yeah and another just truly outstanding human being mm-hmm. and then uh one of the other things that i'm really wanting to want to get into is uh doing some slip joint stuff and making knives that are three and a half inches long without a handle having some Damascus is a lot more feasible to to do that. So I'm I'm planning on hitting up uh, some of these Damascus steel places and one of the Damascus steel companies that I got turned on to from the Mark of the Maker podcast is this Dion Damascus and one of the things one of the things they do a lot is they put like a copper layer in with with their Damascus. I've seen some of those blades. That that's dead sexy. Yeah. So uh, I don't know how thin they go with some of that stuff, but that's one of the the places that I'm I'm super interested in talking with and seeing some of their stuff. And you know, actually, this might be a show to talk a little bit about blade etiquette for some of the the new people. Mm-hmm. Um, things like, for the love of God and all that is holy, especially with the when you're checking out the ABS guys, the guys that are using simple uh, carbon steels, be aware of fingerprints on the blades. Mm-hmm. Like if, if you have to touch the metal parts when you're checking them out, wipe them down, ask the maker if they've got a rag. I cannot tell you how many times when I was apprenticed with Andy, my primary job was to just constantly wipe the blades down at the booth and I'd pick one up and there'd be a giant rust thumbprint on the side of the blade. Yeah. Or if you pick it up, just hand it right right to the to the ABS person and tell them that you you touch the blade and uh, so they know about it right away. Yeah. Um, Or come by my booth, because I think I'm only going to have one blade that's not stainless steel Mm -hmm. and you can put your fingers all over my knives. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, But but if you bleed on it, you buy it. That is a hard rule. No negotiations. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, I sold one knife like that in 2018 at my table. A guy cut himself. He's like, I'm not sure which one I cut it on, so I'm going to take this one. <laughs> we couldn't figure it out. He was looking at a bunch of them. 
That's fair enough. Yeah. Um, and I've always, it's one of those little things that I don't really notice it when people don't do it, but when they do, I always appreciate if they ask if they can pick up the blades. Yeah. And at first I was my at first, my reaction when I first started was of course that they're, they're out here for that reason, but pretty quickly you start to appreciate just the respect and I don't get upset when somebody doesn't do it, but I always appreciate it when someone does. Yeah. Yeah. The other, the other blade show etiquette thing is if a knife maker is there and has a whole bunch of customers around his booth and you're trying to like sell them handle material or something, don't, don't try to do it while he's trying to sell his knives, like get in touch with him at a at later time when there's nobody at his table. Yeah. Or if some, some customers come up to his table while you're talking to him and he says, uh, I need to talk with the customers. Like just, just move on. Yeah. That's, <laughs> That's what Blade Show is for, is a chance for us to interact with our users, to meet the people that, that are interested in our knives, that use our knives. Um, yeah, that's – don't interrupt me when I'm talking to to people in the Dogwood family with business. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and I guess by the same token, too, if, if you just want to chat, which I don't mind, I don't think any of the makers do, but if you just want to chat to the maker – be aware that um, they got to cover that booth cost. Um, so if there's a, a customer that's buying, don't be uh, don't be shy about just going. Hey, you take care of that. I'll be I'll be here. Yeah, find find us find us in the pit too. Yeah, uh, I'll have a big white cooler with a whole bunch of knife maker stickers all over it, and I'll I'll probably even hand you a beer. Uh, should have some some beer and some. Uh, I'm gonna have some sodas and waters and stuff in there too for people that aren't drinking. But yeah, find us down in the pit. If you can't, yep. if you can't find us, ask some people around more than likely somebody can say, yeah, that's Dan over there. or That's Kyle over there. So I usually hang out somewhere around the elevator and some of those, those tables that are kind of over there, uh, next to the, the escalator. So Dan usually, uh, is a little more swanky and has a posse around him, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, my posse, you mean my employees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, actually, I'm I'm usually there with Beth. Mm-hmm. So it's me and then the people following Beth trying to figure out if she's with me or not. Yeah. The answer is yes. She is, she is actually with them. That's, uh, hey, nobody's more surprised than I am, I assure you. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, I just wanted to run through uh, a couple of the makers that I know listen to the show. So I'd like to give them a shout out. Uh, Tony Reyes of TNT Forge. I know he's going to be uh, being in my file work class. He's table 18 R. I uh, definitely check him out. He does some, some great uh, forged uh, integral kitchen knives that uh, he but gets a lot of steel from 50, 50 forge. And uh, yeah. I, I don't think he's going to have a table there, but uh, yeah, the two people to Ooh. support. And then uh, Stephen Fowler, guest on the podcast, uh, believe he's going to be at table four R. And then yeah. Big Chris, who was also on the podcast, Big Chris Custom Knives, fifteen D is his table. And then uh, Nicholas Nichols, who was also on the podcast, five double D is going to be near near me. So two birds with one stone there. Yeah. And then Todd Hunt is going to only be there on Friday. So if you want to meet the man the myth the legend he will only be at blade show on friday his daughter is graduating on saturday so when the show's over on friday he's 
getting in the car and driving back to Indiana. So um, make sure you you meet that guy. He will still have knives and stuff. Murph, one of uh, his friends. If you haven't met Murph, they, that's a good reason to stop by the table, too. Yeah, Murph is good people, man. Yeah. So uh, we're all going to be kind of in the same same area there. So definitely check out some of those some of those makers. And then the other person that I'm I've talked to a ton over the last year and a half uh, is David Moore. Big hand, Dave. Yeah. Um, I imagine he'll probably be at the pop supply uh, booth quite a bit yeah. when he's not cutting because he's one of their he's sponsored by pops for the blade cuttings, cutting sport competition. So I, I'm I'm really excited to try to meet him. He's uh, he's a really cool guy. Um, only person I can remember shaking hands with and my hand felt small. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the big hands thing is they're freakishly large. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm just going to run through. I'm not going to say their their tables or anything, but the Midwest Knife Maker Guild people that are going to be there are Jess Hoffman, Barry Richard, Robert Miller, Jeremy Bartlett, Brian <laughs> Rognolt, James Fleming, Peter Martin, Alan Kritzman, Jim Poling, and Cody Hoffsummer. So uh, definitely check those guys out. They'll have tables and stuff there. You can find their booths and stuff in their in the show notes. Well, since you did that, the South South Carolina Custom Knife Guys, uh, Custom Custom Knife Guild. <laughs> you, would think the pre- you think the president would know what the name of his guild is? Yeah, and I'm sober, so I don't even know what my excuse is. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, John Shore, Britt Barnes. Marcus Williams, Taylor Putman, and Nick Nicholas will all be there. Oh, and Dan Eastland. He'll be there, too. Yep. Um, so come by. Check those guys out. Yeah, and the Georgia Guild will have a table at 8A, Dan said. So yep. they'll have a bunch of different things there. Yeah. They'll, uh, usually they have some makers, uh, some of the up-and-coming makers that couldn't afford a table. Um, they'll have a, uh, a couple of their blades there. And then just some information, if you're a Georgia guy or South Carolina guy, really, if it, if you can drive to Georgia, um, it may be worth joining their guild because they have meetings all over the state. Mm-hmm. Wow, I should, probably should have promoted my guild that hard. All of the same, all of those things are also true about the South Carolina guild. <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, a lot of good guys there. I know... Uh john medlin or is that right yeah i don't know what yeah i don't know why his name um he's not gonna I he's not down. gonna have a table there but i know he's gonna be oh, around okay. yeah and then uh some bigger companies that i'm excited about seeing is lt rights of course and then the uh k-bar booth uh they had some some interesting knives coming out i want to want to see ethan's um folding knife i think that they'll have that there hopefully Oh, that reminds me. Um, here, I got to text you a picture. You got one? Um, I've got one on the way, but uh, oh, I am such a jerk to tease people like this. Um, here, let me send you the picture. All right. Well, Keep talking. Well, and then well Dan's you- doing that. Uh, I always like uh, checking out the Spyderco booth. I think they'll probably still have the, the, the corner where they have some of their prototype stuff. That's always kind of cool seeing things like that. They'll pull them out and let you see them but they have a strict no picture policy so uh for that section the other knives down the case are usually always the same but are are 
you can take photos and stuff of them, but they're, they're prototype stuff. They keep pretty close to the chest and bench maids. got a couple of knives that, uh, I'm kind of interested in seeing. Uh, I'm glad to see that they've, they're coming out with some things that aren't just the, the griptilian and the mini griptilian and a different color combo and edge serration pattern. Okay. I just sent it to you. Do not forward that to anybody. All right. But if, if you are in it, well, I think I can talk about that. He's going in an entirely new direction with uh, choppers, with chopping tools. Mm -hmm. It will not be at this blade show, but uh, that picture is one of the reasons I was in Montana the other week. Oh, how cool is that? Yep. All right. Dan, the man frontline man. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Chris Reeves knives. Uh, I never got over to see the 31 that they had the Sabenza 31. I want to try to check out some of that. And then I forget what the actual name is uh, for the slip joint, but. I've heard nothing but good things about that, that I had a table right next to right next to them. And they had a huge long line at their, their show table the entire, the entire time last year. So I never made it over there. I didn't want to stand in the line. So, man, he's, he's what, he's the part of the reason I got into to using particle steels. Yep. Um, we had a mutual friend that introduced us. It was like maybe my first or second, I think it was my first blade show solo when I had my own booth mm -hmm. and I, I, I kind of, you know, Mr. Reeves, I don't mean to be annoying, but I can't say that I met you and didn't do this. And I pulled out one of my knives and handed it to him. I said, you know, what, what's your thoughts? And then he looks at it for a minute and says, what's the steel? And I said, Oh, one, he said, you use an Oh, one. Why, why are you driving a model a when you could get a Ferrari? You, you could get a particle steel. You can get S35 VN right now. will outperform this steel in every possible way. Why are you using this? And I said, well, yeah, I don't really have a, a good reason. That that makes a lot of sense. And he walks away, and our mutual friend is like, hey, I'm really sorry. I'm like, no, no, dude. Chris Reeves checked out one of my knives, and the only thing he can complain about is the steel. I can change that tomorrow. Yep. Yeah, that's a pretty cool story. Well, and he, apparently he is, don't ask his opinion unless, well. Unless you have like MagnaCut or S30V or something. Or, well, unless you wanted an honest answer. <laughs> he doesn't do, he didn't do the, oh, wow, um, here's a feature that I like. I'll speak positively. Mm -hmm. He was going to tell you exactly what he thought. Yeah. Uh, cool. Sorry, that's, that's my name dropping for the day. Yeah. You can edit that part out. I, I didn't mean to to be a schmuck i just uh no you're good let's see here any any other names on here we should point out the usa knife maker booth is always good to stop by yeah. tracy there is always got good stuff alpha knife supply uh weaver leather if you're into leather working stuff uh they usually have really good prices on hides that are pretty high quality uh jre will be at the um the lt right booth I need to talk to him about possibly making some shoes for me because uh, apparently he's right up the road from me, like 20 minutes away, right up the road. Uh, for my production sheets, uh, that's who I get them from right now. Cool. Good volume pricing, too. Okay. Excellent. Uh, Knife Magazine uh, is going to be at booth 47. If you don't subscribe to my Knife Magazine, you're a knucklehead. Yeah. So uh, in the whole move from 
Wheaton to Carroll Stream where we are, I was like, I haven't seen a magazine for a while. And apparently I had left what my my subscription lap. So uh I got that fixed. So I got a got a new magazine in the mail the other day. So I, I just enjoy that I've I've learned something out of everyone I've read. Mm-hmm. Maybe not entirely useful, but I have learned something in everyone. Yeah. And then they always show off uh makers and stuff in the center that yeah. uh that always gives me some some good ideas for color combos or blade shapes or things like that. So So I guess before we wrap up, because you've already had an experience with it, probably ought to mention brown bagging and why it's an absolute hard no. Yep. Um, for those that don't know, brown bagging is when you don't have a table or a booth and you go to Blade Show to sell stuff. And in the old days, it would get you cut. Now it can get you banned from from Blade Show. Yeah, if, if you haven't paid the... The licensing fee, the booth fee, the the table fee, to be able to sell stuff, don't freaking sell it at Blade Show. Yep. And if somebody calls you out, just be glad that they just mentioned it to you and didn't rat you out to Blade Show or follow you out to the parking lot and four or five of them beat the hell out of you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know if the last one's going to be so true, but yeah, the Blade Show staff, they take that stuff really uh seriously even even people sharing tables i've heard if you're not pre-approved to do so if you put your put your knives on somebody else's table that uh, you haven't let them know and got the okay to do that um they'll actually pull both peoples and ask you to pack up your stuff and walk out the door so i've seen a couple couple tables over the years that i've been that have just been empty and uh that's what happened yeah because uh, i mean yeah i it can cost anywhere from what five to fifteen hundred dollars for space. I think the, um, I think the table price is higher than five hundred dollars now. Is but, it? Yeah, they've got, they've got pricing. If you're if you're interested in, on their on their show info, there's a. I just I just meant people that are playing it straight. It it doesn't it costs a significant amount of money to be there. Oh, for sure. So don't go. Well, if you're literally you're stealing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, all of us are helping to pay to get all those people uh, there and put the whole event on. So yeah, definitely, definitely be cognizant of that. Oh, um, did we say anything about tops? I don't think so. You had a, you had a thing with them, didn't you? Yeah, we did the, if you haven't, uh, if you haven't heard it, Ethan Becker and I both did interviews with tops knives for their podcast. Uh, and it is on tops daily grind. And they're on a couple of the platforms and they've got a, a YouTube, but I got a chance to go out and check out their, their facility, which is freaking impressive. Um, really, 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 really put myself, uh, put me in my place as far as being a, a flea on a dog's behind in this industry. I mean, uh, they have, I think 12 Haas five axis CNC machines running full-time hmm. just doing blades. Yeah. Um, and they, uh, yeah, I, I used to butt heads a little bit about thin blade versus thick blades and they're starting to do some new blades with some blade geometry I can really get behind. So apart from being some good guys that have, I mean, ground up, been in the industry, uh, they've got some really cool new blades coming out. 
So I would abs- I would absolutely go by and check them out. Yeah. Um, but first, I'd go listen to the podcast with Dan Eastland. I just downloaded <laughs> both the, both uh, your and Ethan's podcasts down, so I'll be listening to that this afternoon while I'm standing in front of the grinder. Yeah, and uh, for the promo, they used a, a man. I got a little overly honest on that one, <laughs> and uh, they uh, um, they used a pretty embarrassing. Like they took the single most embarrassing cut out of that entire show and used it for the promo, just See, as a warning. single one, huh? Yeah, that was the only one. Yeah, man, and they um, they um, well, I'm gonna go ahead and be honest. They don't bleep stuff out, and they're like, "Oh no, we're we're not all uptight like Kyle. We're we're cool. You can say whatever you want on our podcast." <laughs> so I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If anybody wants to wants to hear some of the uh, the bleeps, send me a send me a message. <laughs> it'll be it'll be five dollars a clip. <laughs> hey. I still say it's anatomically possible <laughs> if you're flexible enough. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, oh, one of the other people I was wanting to to meet is uh, Murray Carter. I've I've yeah. seen him. I've talked to him a couple times in passing, but uh, I got his book, uh, How to Make Money Making Knives. Uh, there's some really good stuff in there, and then uh, I also got his Knife Patterns book, and. Um, both those i wanted to tell them thank you for doing some of that stuff i'm i've been pretty ignorant on a lot of the japanese shapes and what they're used for and he talks a lot about those in the the knife design uh thing what they're so uh well a lot of those i've been like that's an interesting shape and have gone down the rabbit hole reading about different japanese shapes so man and you can get into the that gets pretty deep mm-hmm. well and they have they literally have a knife for this one is for tuna and this one is for some other fish and like i'm like they look the same well, this one's <laughs> like one degree different on the angle i'm like all right <laughs> the spine on this one is slightly thicker for when you make a passing cut mm-hmm. now the spine on this one is yeah i mean they get yep talk about knives ultra specialized so yeah yeah, I uh, think that's a, a fairly good list. We'll we'll keep adding some to the show notes. So if you didn't make the make the podcast, let us know. We'll throw you in the show notes and try to keep those updated uh, for people to be a good resource. If you don't go into Blade Show with a plan, I always try to have a list with the tables and booths as much as I can. Because once you go in there, uh, it's a lot of people have said it's almost like vertigo. And it's completely overwhelming and lots of times you'll, you'll miss people that you really wanted to stop by. So I try to try to keep a little note on my phone and uh, click the little check mark next to people that I want to try to make it by their table and see some of their stuff. Well, I think that's a a good list of people. So definitely check out all those people and make sure to check out Dan and my, uh, I'm at table three double B and Dan's at booth five thirty seven. And, uh, definitely check us out and make sure you, you say, say some stuff, let us know you listen to the podcast and we'll make sure you get a knife perspective sticker. And, um, word of the day uh, is going to be sweet baby Jesus. That's more than one word. The phrase of the day is going to be sweet (laughs) baby Jesus. Yeah. 
Cool. Yeah, and uh, if you say, got to get my hand on a sanding buddy, uh, I'll make sure you get a, a extra discount on a sanding buddy. So you can keep in touch with the podcast at knifeperspective.com, and you can connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. And you can find the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Tuned In Radio, and iHeartRadio. And you can even ask Alexa also. Say, Alexa, play the Knife Perspective podcast, and it will bring it up. And you can keep in touch with Dan Eastland of Dogwood Custom Knives at dogwoodcustomknives.com and Dogwood Custom Knives on Facebook and Instagram. And if you really want to annoy him, email him at dan at dogwoodcustomknives.com. And you can keep in touch with me, Kyle Daly of Cage Daily Knives at cagedailyknives.com and Cage Daily Knives on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. And I now have a TikTok. I uh, don't really know how to use it that well, but uh, <laughs> some things seem to be doing really well and some things don't, I, I don't understand. Um, uh, I'm, so. I, I'm not on TikTok, but I'm about to be just so I can see your dancing videos. I don't have any dancing videos yet, but um, I at least wanted to lock in my, my name on there. Uh, so going to try to try to do some more stuff on there, but yeah, I've got to figure it out first. And um yeah, thanks everybody for listening. Hope since this is a shorter one, hopefully I'll be able to get it edited quickly and out for you guys so you can listen to it uh while you're grinding at the end of the right before blade show. Hey Kyle. Yep. Whoa, 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 stop right there. <laughs> uh you never fail to amaze me, Dan. <laughs> Just when you think I can't go any lower. <laughs> All right, everybody. Have a have a great rest of your day. Have a good one, guys. Well, let's take it to the edge, cause that's what's expected in this discussion. This is the night prospective. Let's get to the point. We're gonna talk about our things now, cause that's what's expected. And remember, if you go to Dan Eastland with table and say the Smurf walks backwards at midnight, he'll give you 50% off. Can't use that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You do the editing. There's no way that's making it onto the podcast. Uh, uh, maybe I'll just I'll just cut it over and say uh, dogwood custom knives will get 50% <laughs> off. Uh, yeah, man, but, I really got to quit messing with you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna learn my lesson one of these days. Uh, I mean, not today. <laughs> yeah, you'll 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 get it from the from the listeners and from Beth. <laughs> uh, but so, uh, I'm self editing at this point because that's two, that's the two groups in the world that I actually don't want to piss off. <laughs> yeah, one slightly more than the other, but y'all get it.